Well, hey guys, how's it going? Oh, hey, welcome um, to It's, it's BS. BS with Bree and Sissy. Awesome. Hey. Uh, this week is a very special week because we're here. And we have our very first guest with us in our fancy recording room. Sharon is so excited about sitting on a drum right now. Sitting on the drum. Um, <laughs> our first guest, convenient. <laughs> this word the first word about. that you come up with? Come on. Convenient. Um, yeah. I'll tell you why I'm convenient. <laughs> Somebody's eating my food. <laughs> uh, she was downstairs, so we thought, why not? <laughs> We also thought, eh, she might be a good guest. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother, Sharon! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast. <laughs> it's oh, BSM. It's ASMR. Can't wait to talk to these lovely children, these lovely girls. Please introduce these women. Who are you? Please introduce my yourself. My name is Sharon and I'm Bree's mom and... Um, sissy's, I don't know. I'm, second mom. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You're so a lot I'm of a, people's second mom. You know that, right? I, th- I think so. Yeah. Tanner and I, Tanner, for those of you who don't know, is my brother. We think. Um, <laughs> I can tell you it's true. He is. We're actually going to get into that on the podcast today. So stick around. Um, but where was I going with this? Oh, um, she's a mom to many. Yes. So Tanner and I always joke. And still joke that our friends would rather hang out with our mom than they would with us. Like everyone, would, whenever they would come over, they'd be like, "Oh, is your mom here?" And we'd be like, "No." And then they'd be like, "Oh, I kind of want to leave now." And we're like, "Go home." We get it. I mean, check checks are in the mail, y'all. Don't you'll get those that money there soon. Thanks. Thank goodness you're here today, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'd survive without you. It's so fine. I'm excited to be on BS for the first time. How do you, yeah, how do you feel about being the first guest? I just honored and privileged, and I just, what you girls are doing, and girls, women, you're not girls anymore. You thank just, you so much. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like really girls, awesome. but thank you. Do you yeah. feel the pressure? It's, it's really BS. It's really BS. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay, so, um, let's, let's get, start it off. Let's get into it. Uh, BS of the week. It's the BS of the week. Um, I love the drum. She should be in here every episode. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Uh, do you have one? Do you want to start us off? Do you want me to go? Yeah, you know, I have one that I've been thinking about for quite some time, actually. Um, yep. Okay. It's just been bothering me. Yep. You know what is BS? Road construction. Oh, holy crap! Amen, okay, sister. so in Park City, Utah, in Utah, where Bree and I live, in Utah in general, every summer they have to just start a different project on the road. Like always, every single summer they have to fix something. And this summer they decided to create two roundabouts on the off and on ramps near our houses to the highway. And then also redo all the roads in my neighborhood. So literally, a five-minute drive to my house from the bottom of the hill turns into like a 20-minute drive with people going, slow down, slow down, or like, stop. And then my tires feel like they're going to pop. And I'm just really frustrated. It's BS. 
It is. Yes. Some people don't understand the three-way stop sign either. No. They you don't. just stop. And yeah. I mean, ideally. Wait your turn. Utah drivers, I must say, are terrible. People, yeah. like, when you're at a stoplight and the light is green but you have no room to go, and people who just sit in the middle of the intersection, I can't stand those people. Oh, yeah. Why are you in such a rush? First of all, you're not going anywhere anyways. Can you not just wait at the line? Second of all, <laughs> that's so dangerous for you and everyone else on the road. Amen. Oh, yeah. my, my BS part of this is the left lane is for passing people. Let's go. It's Let's for go. Passing. The right lane is for your slow asses to go. Yeah. Not the left lane, yo. I literally, driving up the canyon from work today, I saw a crash in the middle of the canyon of a semi in the left lane, and it looked like he was, like, going into the left lane, and he didn't see a car. It was, like, smashed in the barrier, and the semi oh, was a car. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not even surprised by seeing that. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, horrible. Go anywhere in any other state, and, you know, the left lane is for passing. Slow people to the right. There's signs that even say that. It's, it's pretty yeah, you get in the left lane, you pass the car, and then you get immediately back in the middle lane. Amen, sister. No one does Who that. taught you to drive? Yo, up here. My grandfather. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <Burn>. <laughs> anyway, that's my BS. It's your guys' time to shine. Too. Do you want to go, or do you want to go last? For what? For your BS. That was, I went off, that was like no, the you segue. to create your own. All right, I have one, too. Do you want to go, or do you want me to go first? You go. You go. I'm going to make She's our guest. She'll last okay. the best of all. So my BS um, isn't really this week, but it was a couple weeks ago. I know this is kind of pushing it, but my BS, and since we have, um, for those of you who don't know, Sharon is a nurse. Oh. 31 um, years. Wow. 31 years. You're old. I'm actually impressed. No, I'm like Doogie House. You've been a Hauser. nurse for 31 years. Mm-hmm. See? That's true. Didn't know that. Um, you oh. didn't know that. No. I guess I didn't really put the math to I, yeah. like you're 31 n- years. That's crazy. That's a long time. We'll talk about your nursing career in a different episode. Okay. Stay tuned. I look forward okay. to that. But my BS is that Nurses Week and Teacher Appreciation Week are on the same week. Now, for those of you who don't know, nurses and teachers are like two of the most underappreciated jobs in the world. Men. Men. True. They're also probably the most underpaid for what they do. In Utah, that would be my Yes. So I don't understand whose idea it was to take like the most important people and just be like, we're going to appreciate them on the same week. I don't get that. It's BS. Yes. I don't approve of that. They need their own weeks. They need their own months. months. Thank it should you. be nurses appreciation month. Yes. Well, it's all in May, and then EMS week is there. A big shout out to our EMS people or our emergency response people, pre-hospital. Love you. Woo! Love you. Love you. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a good BS, Bri. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't just... know why they have it all in the same month. And those people who only appreciate them for a day, like they don't even do a week, like it's Nurses Appreciation Day. Get out of here. We <laughs> s- go somewhere else. Like, to 
No, I, I think I'll it's, go off on a tangent. I think can't. it's BS for all of those days, though. Like, I really don't like when people just post and have a crazy social media time on Earth Day, and then the next day they like it's like it's not even there. They're like throwing garbage like, out the window, yeah, fucking cigarettes out the window. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like every day you should be appreciating. Yes, exactly. Sissy brings up a great point. Thank Sissy you. appreciates donuts. Every single day. Every not just single on National Donut Day. Second of every single day. So Free donuts for Ooh. nurses every day. We will talk about this in another episode. It's an obsession. It's really unhealthy. It's okay. Okay. You gotta live. Every day's a gift. Yeah. Gift. You should celebrate with a donut. Every single day. Every and single I do. Day. Best Multiple donuts. Donut. Best donuts. Camus, Utah. Camus, Utah. The gas station. You know that I know that location. They're so good. (laughs) If you haven't been to Camus, to the Chevron station, they have won the best apple fritter on the planet. And you need to go to Camus because Camus is bomb diggity. Nah. It is. I would do a drive through and shout out for. Just go to get the donuts and leave. That's a whole different thing. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Gonna be another episode. Um, there's clearly a lot of episodes come up that we're yeah, we're hyping you up, everyone. We're hyping you up. Okay, final BS of the week. Take it away. Oh, um, yeah. Well, we can go off the pay, the poor pay for nurses and teachers in the state of Utah. Came to Utah from Colorado in 2003 and took a ten dollar an hour pay cut from Colorado to Utah. BS. Yes. Wages in Utah. Uh uh-uh. uh. No good. Not good. Talk about menopause. Well, and then I got on the, you know, the wagon of the driving in the left lane. You're just banned bogus. Okay. And then I, know, I appreciate it. She's like yeah. adding on. Yeah. Do you so have, she's do verifying you, do that you have it's your BS, own, you know? Though, that you're like outraged, you're BS outraged about, or are you just. This could be a whole episode and like, yeah, about... That's um, why we created this podcast. Menopause and... <laughs> okay. I know. Do we really want to go there? Yes. Go. We're going there. So we as women are so privileged to be able to create life and carry life and give birth to life as is witnessed here by these two beautiful young Coming women. Coming up in this week's episode, that's what we're talking about. Birth, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. <laughs> Continue. Yes. So it's an honor and a privilege and um, uh, a miracle, actually, um, that we create things and our bodies prepare for this. And now my body is kind of um, not, you know, in that procreation anymore. (laughs) And it's kind of um, changing. And I just kind of listened to this YouTube thing. This woman uh, talked about her book, but how your hormone changes happen in menopause and it goes back to when you were like 11 or 12 years old the oh. hormone levels are the same Whoa. as your 11 and 12 year old and how those girls behave like one day man they're in your face like they know it all and they're conquering the world and the next day they got a box of tissues and they're crying and it's kind of you know i'm looking forward to that again <laughs> oh there we go there's the ringer but having um, your menstrual cycle twice in a month that is BS. Yes. Amen. There we go. Is. There it is. There I it is. know. It's like the last hurrah. The last hurrah. But you know, I'm okay with, you know, I'm okay with with that 
not happening much anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, good. I got the world on a string. Yeah. On a rainbow. She's What's going the movie for it. we just watched? And no, oh, no yeah. strings no attached. No strings attached. And he made a he made a compilation playlist. For, yeah, a period playlist. It was pretty. Funny. Oh, it's great. It's, no strings attached. It's keep, a funny movie. Keep bleeding. Yeah. I keep, keep bleeding. Bleeding in love. Keep bleeding. Okay. Keep bleeding. Love. You should see Bree's face right now. She's embarrassed. <laughs> you cut me up and 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 We didn't warm up this week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whoa. Bria. Sorry, she's very loud. So she loud. Projects, doesn't she? She yeah. should be on stage. Sharon gets really mad at me for that. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of Sharon. And you. Yes. And your relationship. Your motherhood. My mom. Let's go. Let's start this. Her thing. motherhood. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> no. This is a great time to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. We're going to tell you on the me. podcast. Oh, I am so with child. Three is pregnant. Whose child are you with? God's. We'll talk about Jeez, that. I'm the Virgin Mary. There we go. <laughs> Reincarnated. Anyways. The Virgin Freak. Um, Introduce it. Introduce this week's topic. Let's the, go. The BS topic for this week, the nitty gritty that we are going to get into, it's... Birthing stories. Oh birthing yeah, stories. baby. That's on like Lifetime. There's a show called Birthing Stories on Lifetime. You know this, right? Trademark. Didn't... Did you know? There's Good. A... Thank you. For trademark violation. Voices. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> you have a trademark violation. We're oh. being cited for a trademark violation. Anyone in our family would get that joke because <laughs> it's not <laughs> tradition. Tradition violation. violation. Any who's old. We're going to talk about birthing stories. Um, as Sissy and I have never birthed anything before. Nah, I got nothing. <laughs> I got you for a second. I got you. No, no. Sorry, Mom. I have not birthed anyone ever. I've never been in that zone. Nope. Uh, Sharon is the only qualified one to talk about it. In so this room. There's a lot of us in this room. Three um, of us. <laughs> three of us. Uh, so Sharon's going to talk about her birthing stories, which I would like to preface. She likes to talk about mine a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Is that okay? Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've gotten used to it by now. Well, we can talk about the, the kind of differences between you and your brother. Yeah. Your brother's older and it kind of speaks to his personality because um, long labor, he did not want to come out. He was very happy in the warm, cozy environment in which was created in in my womb. So um, kind of need a little encouragement to come out and um, <clears throat> without getting into too much detail. But yeah, little, you know, Cytotec tablet up there and I thought they were part it was parting his hair when they stripped my membranes yeah TMI but you know girls that's what happens they're helping nature along does, does that hurt yes I wasn't prepared the doctor didn't say he was going to do that so. so they just take their finger and like they go around your cervix and they kind of Whoa. loosen that up and I go what are you doing parting his hair <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm never having yeah. kids. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, uh, then it took a while, and yeah, not much. Um, how long was his, his, his labor? A couple hours. Yeah. What do you like, mean by a couple? I don't like know, three hours, maybe. I think three hours. We went in the night before to be induced, and then um, he was born. I think at eleven. Yeah, eleven in the morning. So. So like not three hours. So kind of pushed for three hours. Okay, so that's different. You were in labor, oh, like I was induced. Yeah. yeah, the night before. Okay. Yeah, so it was kind of up all night. You pushed for three hours. I don't know. I can't remember. It was twenty years ago. Let's hope not, so. man. See, you have this beautiful baby that comes out, and it just erases all of the pain, that pain and pushing. And yeah. So tell me about pre-birth. What were your cravings like? Because I'm really nervous that I'm going to, like, eat instead of one donut a day, like, <laughs> ten donuts a day, at least. I don't know that I remember cravings, but I do remember being clumsy and cutting my fingers a lot. And With what? Um, <laughs> like, I'm cleaning, like, a wine glass, and I put my hand in it, and it kind of burst. Um, but maybe that's just stupidity. I don't know. Maybe. But I, I was very I clumsy. Think... I kept dropping things. Um, yeah. And um, not really cravings, I don't think. But weird cravings? smells. Like smells oh, would okay. kind of bug me. And I'd go, do you smell that? That kind of smells weird. So Ooh, that weird. smell. Can Can't you smell that smell? smell? Yeah. So the smell thing. Oh, that's not really food. It's just. I like food, so yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I don't think I had aversions or anything like that. But it was the smells, yeah. Okay. For sure. And then you, you uh, you were ready for the world. You know when you came out like superwoman because you had one hand coming out with your head like you were ready to fly and That's soar right. into the Not world. Not even surprised. Wonder Woman. So you... Doesn't um, it fit both of our personalities, like, to a T, since you yeah, know about us? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I was in the bathroom, doing what you do in the bathroom, and then... Number two, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that happens when your head kind of pushes against your colon as you're coming down through the birthing canal. And then they just sweep it off the table like nothing ever happened. It's okay, ladies. Well, I was on the toilet. I was being respectful. And you were born on a day when there were a lot of births going on in... So you were born in Vail at the Vail, beautiful Vail Hospital. And uh, a lot of births going on. So the doctor was in the next room giving birth. Shout out. Helping another. Dr. Jean Hadley. Yeah. You the best, girl. I remember that. Hello. So then um, our nurse Donna, who's also our friend. Donna. Um, Donna um, was kind of there to catch you. And you were coming out. And I wanted to see you come out because I hadn't seen that so they had a mirror there and then your hand came out and then they kind of took the mirror away but uh, yeah a push or two and you were out and Donna said it's a girl so we didn't like do this whole sex coming out party thing you gender know reveals. gender reveal yeah that thing those were getting so popular yeah and so I like it being a surprise yeah I know you want it to be a surprise yeah yeah I feel like that makes sense it takes all the fun out of it when you know what you're going to have but a friend of mine was told she was going to have a girl and she had a boy yes it's not always accurate so either how would you feel she was like a little she probably bought so many pink things and then right. all of a sudden it was like bam had a reboot it's like whoa wait a minute i was expecting a girl yeah so people 
make it a surprise. That's one of the, you know, few surprises in life these days. So, I would say. So, um, oh, I, I don't plan on it. Um, planning on having children? No. Finding out the gender. Oh, I um, you, uh, are kind of a warrior in that you had two births and you didn't have any drugs. Like, pain, you didn't get an epidural. Man, I'm making up for it right now. <sighs> but <Bunch. laughs> no. no. There it goes again. Nah. I no, like this I had Nubane with Tanner, which was kind of... What's that? Yeah. I don't think it's a narcotic. Kind of like a... Yeah, Nubane. I don't know if they use that anymore. But it made me really sleepy. But you know, we went into the jacuzzi tub. And kind of um, the water helped a little bit. And then, you know, those big bouncy balls you're supposed to kind of roll on. Yeah. Well, I was ready to throw that sucker out <laughs> the window. That was, that was, that was bullshit. <laughs> that did not work. <laughs> that, just, that just didn't work. That just didn't work for me. So, yeah, the jacuzzi and rocking, I think, was what helped me do this. Did you ever think about getting an epidural? Or you I didn't like want to. My thought was... Women squatted in the woods for centuries. I can do this. Maybe that's why I want to come out. Because if you squat, for those of you who don't know, like squatting opens up your pelvis. Yeah. Which... I was doing happy baby. Ooh, that's a good one. On the I like that. I like happy that. baby. Happy baby. To Aww. make the baby come out. So yoga's, yes. Happy. You know what happy baby looks like. So I was doing that. And Dr. Hadley goes, oh, I guess that'll work. <laughs> You were like, yep, it's going to work. It's going to happen. What was the worst part about birth? The worst part? And the best part. Worst and best part. End with best. Yeah. Well, just when it, like with Tanner, when it was taking so long, you're just like, I just want him out. Am I doing this right? And you just don't know. Like I was pushing with the wrong muscles and like she kind of had to coach me through that. But yeah, it's just like. You know, you're getting tired and pushing you just with want... the wrong muscles. Well, what do you mean? yeah, so like you have to push your pelvic floor kind of like when you're having Kegels, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, so kind of was pushing in the wrong place, so she kind of helped me push okay a different way. Gotcha, yeah, and then, um, gosh, well, the best part is having healthy children, right? And when your child is born and you hear them cry and see how beautiful and perfect they are that's that's worth all of that time and discomfort and Aww. yeah it's a miracle we don't it's have tissues here. pulling up the heart strings baby no but yeah it's just it's a miracle it's really you're grateful that your children are healthy and that you're healthy too through the whole process yeah because there's you know a risk to everything, and I just feel honored and privileged to be your mother. Oh, and your <gasps> second mother. mother. I'm glad you didn't have to do anything labor-wise for me. I'm just here. You know, <laughs> just here. didn't have to struggle at all. I just showed up. But then so your deeply. hormones, like, are all out of whack, and you're trying to come back. And I remember, like, bawling when Tanner had his, well, TMI, his circumcision. <laughs> hey, girls. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so it's like, you know, I started bawling, like, you know, you put Vaseline on him and he kind of, you know, 
I was just feeling emotional and empathetic toward him if he peed and it hurt. <laughs> but it's like, I have, to go, I have to go home now. And I was just kind of a little bit of an emotional volcano there for a little while. And your hormones are so powerful, women's hormones. And that could be another subject, another day. Let me tell you about it. Just yeah. correlate it to BS words. Yeah. Another episode. Too hard for us right now. <coughs> yeah, but no, birthing is uh, like I said, it's a privilege and it's an honor, and I was glad to be your mom. Glad yeah. to? You're okay. not anymore. <laughs> I, I was still but now I'm questioning. I'm done. Yeah, it was an honor. Um. So, being a nurse, have you ever birthed a child before? You know what? And no, in 31 years, I have not. But I was close by. It was happening in one of the rooms. But um, no, I never caught a baby. That's weird. Maybe before my career is over, I'll do that. Is that a career goal? I think you should put that on your career. Yeah, goal. I think so. My to do list, my wish list, my down up. L baby M N M N mouth comes before nose. You suction the mouth first, then the nose, while their heads hanging out. I was apparently going. Were you breech? I was going out the wrong way, not (laughs) foot first, but like like my head was facing the wrong way, so they had to reach in and flip me, and I still have a scar on the back of my head and a dent from them flipping me. It's like right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. have a flat head. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but. <laughs> that sounds like a scary job to just reach up in there and flip them. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to take this to a downer, but I watched a video the other day on. Um, I don't know where it came up, but it's like this dad who's in um, the OR because his wife had to get a c-section and they took the baby over to like the warming table to like check it out and the doctor is like holding it picking it up and he drops the baby what and it's all on film and for some reason i watched the video like once or twice and i started sobbing i was like in full tears being like oh my god how do you and then they just like went on with their day like nothing happened. And I was like, how do you drop a child, like a newborn, like not even 10 minutes old and like not that's ugh, freak out about it? Heartstrings. Yeah. I mean, the, the, they are so vulnerable and you are everything to them and their life depends on you. And that's like horrific. That's just <sighs> horrific to me. Did they drop it, drop it into the like the bassinet or the um, warmer yeah, or on the floor? W- no, like if if he wasn't standing there and the nurses weren't <clears throat> standing there, like it would have been on, like he would have dropped the baby on the floor. My goodness! Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. they're slippery. Granted, <laughs> they are slippery. Well, Little that's why critters. they have that umbilical cord. You know, if you do that, you just grab the cord and. <laughs> <laughs> it won't fall. It's a good little rope. 
Well, you have chain. to birth that too. You know, you've got to birth your oh, baby. Yeah, the, how's the birthing the placenta? What's that well, like? They kind of massage your fundus, your uterus, to make it contract so it expels the placenta. And some cultures will um, eat it. Will eat it. Yeah, they'll like. That's what a freeze dry. Kim Kardashian didn't she do that? Yeah. She knows? did that with her baby. I think so. It's all over the news. Yeah. Then some culture. No, it wasn't Courtney. I feel like Courtney would have done that. One of those crazy yeah. kids. Anyways, <laughs> but now you can like use the placenta for other medical reasons and things like that. So. Um, yeah, I would slap it on my face. Good for your complexion, maybe. Use it oh. as like a face mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How? Start a company that's <laughs> placenta-based face masks. <laughs> Honestly, we could probably like up the price to it because like rich folks would love that yeah. and just they make could a even, bunch like, of customize, you know, your own Santa. Takes twenty years old. We're trademarking this right now for anyone listening. Trademark. This is our trademark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How long between the birth of the baby and the birth of the placenta? Oh, now you're testing me. Maybe five or ten minutes. Oh, not that bad. And you're just so busy looking at your baby and listening to you cry. You don't know what else is going on. But then, and let's go back to my BS. Then you have your period like, <laughs> then you're bleeding for days. After. You haven't had your period for nine months. Do you wear depends? No, we just wear. Or like no really thick pads. Pads, yeah. They make some really pretty pull-ups these days for adults. They have flowers on them and different colors. I'm excited about that. That's nice. Okay, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back, folks. Welcome Welcome back. Welcome back. (coughs) Hola. Hola. Hola, chica. Is any finishing, does anyone else have anything to say about birthing? Birthing stories, anything you want to add? Oh, there's so much. Same. Yeah. Okay. So you, well, how do you guys feel about what it what what does that look like to you being pregnant and birthing a child at this stage in your life? I Are you ready for that? Terrifying. No. Impossible. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why? For another ten years. Smart. Thanks. Yeah. Um, Sissy and I have talked about this, and I've also talked about this with you, <clears throat> but it's like. I think that if you're not scared shitless to have a kid, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be have a having kid. a kid. <laughs> yeah. So vulnerable. What's, what's, like, there's just so much. You just, you're in charge of someone's life. Well, yeah. And, like, the way you say things, like. The way you raise your child. Words, like, if you flip two words in a sentence and say it to your kid, like, it could change who they are as a person mm-hmm. that's crazy so much responsibility it's, and part of well part of communication is receiving it as well so um i mean yeah definitely if that's a continued pattern then that could probably be problematic but you'll also need to make sure that they're receiving it correctly as well. So you can't be like 100% responsible and think that you have done some damage to your child by the way you said things, I think. Yeah, but your child is a clean slate when they come into the world. And it's your responsibility to teach them the ways. (laughs) To to learn them. Yes, yeah, and it's a constant thing. It's not like... You say it once and it's done. It's like, Johnny, 
Say please, look them in the eye, shake their hand very firmly, watch when you cross the street, look both ways, share your toys. Say please and thank you, inside voice, outside voice. Yeah. I think so. a lot of parents nowadays don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like they don't understand that like your kid doesn't know anything and have that you, seen, you have to teach them. Have right. you seen all of the babies that like are entertained with iPads now? And phones and know how to like work those. That yes. freaks me out. Yes. Yeah. Why is that a new fact? So what? How? How? So even my generation to your generation, but now your generation to the new generation, mm-hmm. where they are totally all internet, iPhone. I mean, I watch well, whatever. Like how you shut your kids up if you don't want to deal with them? You just give them a screen. So how's that going to change? <sighs> I don't know the world. I don't know. Well, no one has, no one's going to have like a ten, like you can't have attention spans. <clears throat> I think like uh, creativity and um, what's the I word I'm looking for? Imagination. Imagination. Okay. Like, I don't think kids are going to have that anymore. Cause like when we were growing up, like we'd have to go outside and like make up things to do. Yeah. Yeah. I like playing with sticks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> water, yeah. water, dirt, and rocks and sticks. Tanner, the best toys. Tanner ever. and I used to make up songs. I have vivid memories of like we used to have this dirt pile in our backyard, and Tanner and I would just go out there and like stomp up and down, singing a song that we have made up for hours. <laughs> so you're and it was the greatest creative. time ever. Right. Like kids don't have that anymore because like all the things that they're thinking of come from TV or the game on the iPad or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So they're they're not as creative, do you think? Well, maybe, maybe just creative in a different way. Yeah, or that. Or they spend a lot of time inside and they don't get enough exercise outside. True. Yes. So they're... And then they have to capture everything. I mean, them. I, I'm guilty of this at moments, too, to capture everything on your phone and put it on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or whatever. Your kids do these days. I know. That's another Facebook. BS of mine. I hate going to, like, especially live concerts, and all you see is just, just people phones. holding their phones. Yeah. This is a tangent. Another episode again. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy every moment as a gift. Yeah. And you don't want to uh, have your face in your phone the whole time. That's the other thing. I don't like when people nowadays, people nowadays, are like, oh, man, I had the best time the other night. Let me, hold on one second. I'll show you. Instead of being like, Guys, I had the greatest time the other night. So we went and then, like, proceed to tell you a story. I like Like, that. they just show you pictures like that. now. That's, I mean, yeah, it's fun to have a visual, but tell me a story. It's nice that. to be told a story. People Explain love it. stories. As, as a teacher in my profession, people love when you tell stories. You get them engaged in what you're doing. Like Brene Brown. She tells great stories, right? This is true. Boom! Not, nice not transition! Not, we're asking her questions for a second. Oh, okay. um, <clears throat> we're gonna introduce a segment right now called, um, Bye Bye Sorry. I know it's two Bs, but it's still BS. <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna go around the room and we're gonna say something that we said sorry for 
that we should not have said sorry for. Oh. Well, I told you that I want to take yes, sorry out of my vocabulary. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I can go first. Okay. This oh. is a this is a stretch. This is a stretch. Um, I went to this like leadership February Institute thing in mm -hmm. Columbus, Ohio, back in February. <laughs> yes. And there was this speaker and she was talking about how like, especially in a professional setting, you should never apologize for, like, what you do. Mm -hmm. Because you should just be very confident in every decision that you make and just remain at that, like, professional, leader-like demeanor, you know? Yeah. And so she said in an email, if you're, like, not emailing someone back for a few days, I always say, like, sorry, I'm not responding until just now. Same she too. said, instead of saying sorry and apologizing for that, like, just say thank you for your patience with this email response. Boom! Yeah. Yeah. Automatic change. Yep. So I think I changed my whole uh, email outlook. I don't know if that's a good email Bye, outlook. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, baby! I like it. Yeah, don't apologize and say sorry if you don't have to. Yeah, I was at a conference too, and this woman kind of talked to that as well. And of course, a bunch of nurses, so in the healthcare industry, but she's like, when someone comes and is very critical, and why wasn't I seen? You know, I've been here for three hours in the waiting room. Your first response to them should be, thank you for making us aware of this. Yeah. And then here's why. Instead of, I'm so sorry about right. your inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. And, and when you say sorry, what do you create? You create, oh, it's my fault. You know, yeah. it's someone else's fault. It's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. You're 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 placing blame on somebody when you apologize. Yeah. Um, but things change, and you know what? the The world is the world, and we can't kind of uh, make it cushy for everyone. And I'm kind of talking about healthcare as well. Um, the ER where I work is a different place than it used to be. And people didn't have to wait. Now people are waiting. Um, and, you know, apologizing for their wait just, it doesn't, it doesn't sit well with me because I can't, I'm not responsible for that. I can't control what's going on. It's also um, not going to change anything. No. If you saying sorry <clears throat> for waiting doesn't mean that I'm going to now see you because like, our rooms are full. People are dying. You have a cough to the cold. You're going to have to wait. Yeah. That's in a, we're going to talk about nursing in another episode. But yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. What's yours, Bray? Mine, I had it and then I lost it and it's going to come back to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, no, oh, what does that mean? I'm sorry. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. It's like, sorry. Well, Girlfriend, what's your problem? No, love you. Oh, <laughs> no, I got love it. You. Um, I am a very blunt person, and these two can attest to that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're honest, and you speak what's on your mind, and so, I respect that. I don't think that there's a need. There are maybe a handful of things, um, of situations where you need to beat around the bush, but that's like few and far between. I don't think that beating around the bush is getting anyone anywhere. And I don't do that. So sometimes when I tell people like how I feel about 
the situation, it comes across to them like rude or insincere, and I apologize for that. But I shouldn't because it's my opinion, and like I don't, like I'm not changing my opinion. I just feel bad that they feel bad. Okay. I think it's like a guilty. Sorry. Yeah. I think, though, that you need to meet in the middle. You also need to listen to what they have to say and appreciate and respect that, not expect them to be yeah, on your side. I'm talking about the people who are like, no, I totally understand where you're coming from. And then it's like me being like, yeah, but like, I'm, so, I'm sorry that I made you feel. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. But I'm not, because, like, you needed to hear it. Like, you wanted to hear it deep down, but you wanted me to cushion it. But you know I So you wouldn't. can always ask for permission to be honest. I mean, your true friends will be honest with you, right? And that's what you want. You don't want your friends yeah. to beat around the bush. But you also may need to make sure that they're at a point where they want to receive what you have to say. So I think asking permission... Um, I would like to be very honest with you right now. Can I do that? And then they, then it's their choice of, all right, you're going to be honest with me. And I know that versus you're just beating around the bush and making me feel good. So I think good point. Then you're passionate. You're passionate about things. That's the word. And you are also, your life experience has only been 21 years. So you haven't experienced everything. None of us have experienced everything to be so um, sure of, you know, what we believe and what we do and what we say. So that yeah. always changes. In You're kind of sounding like Brene. I'm not going to lie. Brene. You guys are pushing the Brene thing hard so hard. to Brene. We're not there Shots yet. Why? We still have questions that we need to ask you. Right, People, bro, are, it's getting long. People are going to stop listening is to it this. Hot in here. Here. Is it hot in I here? I can't do math. 42. People will listen. Our true believers will be there. People want to know more about other people. People want to know real people. The mm -hmm. genuine ones, yeah. Exactly. Well, those are the people who are going to be listening for 42 minutes. And everyone has their own story. Okay. So we're going to ask some questions to Sharon. And Sissy and I are also going to answer these questions. Are we ready? Ready. Okay. Let's. <laughs> <It's> like Shirley <laughs> here. Ready? B -A -N -A -N -A -S. Go. Bananas. Go, go, bananas. Bananas, go bananas, go go bananas. Red, red, white, white, red, red, white, white. What is that? Good what about what about what about our colors? Red, 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 and white, 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 white. Go whiters! Shake the butt in the white part. PCHS alum, shout out to you. Okay. All right. Anyway, so ladies. What incredibly strong belief or opinion do you have that's completely BS in the grand scheme of things? I, if you want me to go first, I can go first. Yeah, you go, go first. Okay, so um, I am a person who has to have the toilet paper <laughs> over, not yes. under. Over, up here, yes. And if it's under and I 
have what are you talking about? The toilet paper roll. <laughs> toilet paper. When you put your toilet paper, it has on to be over. Yes, yeah, so you're I paying for under, bro. Ugh. Oh. Why? We're stopping the podcast now <laughs> and the friendship. This right. will be our last podcast. We're going to change the toilet paper rolls right now. Yeah, but if I have the opportunity, like if I can change it, if it's under, I will change it. So, to like, over. you're in a restaurant or you're at the the Costco, and it's not in the way you like. You yes, and I can there. change it. I wow. Someone's change house, it. will you change it in someone's house? Every time. Holy and just depending on who they are, <laughs> I will just, say something to it? them about it. I'm like, do you actually like it under, or did you just put it on that way? And most of the times they're like, oh, I just put it on that way. And I'm like, good, because we can continue being friends. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like complete BS. Like, it doesn't really matter it at the end of the day. Matter. Like, we're no. all going to wipe our ass and flush it down and move on with our day. Some people don't like, which is weird. But oh, we, we're not getting no, that. No, no, no. Um, that was a really good one, and I don't have a good follow up. I don't know. I can't think of one. Do you have one, Sharon? The simple. It's the little things that you know we just shouldn't worry about, like how the towels are folded. <laughs> ah, what you Shut like? How talk. you load the washing machine? Oh. I could talk about that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I am passionate about this. My freaking family puts bowls, cups, and some silverware on the top shelf. Tell me if that's not, wrong. Not in the holder? No. Like not in the holder. They just lay it? They just lay that sucker on out. Silverware? Yeah. Like forks and knives and spoons. Yeah. If it's too much of the, um, in the... Where it's supposed to go, if there's too much in there, they'll just put oh, it on top. Well, that's no, 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 no. If you wait until the next, no, no, you no, wait no, until no, the no. next time. No, 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 no. It pisses me off so much. I literally and she's they, you guys. She she's can't standing, standing up. She's standing up she's, right now. If they, if they take <laughs> it out and it, put it on the, if they <laughs> literally take it out of the dishwasher and they don't put the spoons and the forks and the knives in the right compartment. I will lose my shit. So, like, literally, fork times up or down? Up. Always. What about knives? Ouch. Right place. Right side of the knife has to be. But up, point up or point down with the knife in the holder? Oh, in the holder of the dishwasher? Yeah. Down. Okay. Yeah. If that's safer. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. Speaking so. of the dishwasher. So there's apparently a rinse mode on the dishwasher. So you load your dishes and then you can like, like food particles are on your plates and you're putting it in the dishwasher and then you do the rinse cycle. And I'm like, if you're going to waste the water for a rinse cycle, you might as well throw a little chunk of soap in there and, and just do, do it all. Yes. Cause then you open and it goes, Oh, these look clean, but no, they were just rinsed. How do I know that? They look the same as if you were to put the soap in, but it wasn't disinfected. And yeah, okay, studies have been done that you use less water when you do it that way and not rinse them in the sink. But then what about all those little food particles that will, like, clog up your your filter and the pipes and everything? I just, just wash them. Just wash them. This is what we're passionate about, everyone. Uh, 
But, again, but again, it's complete BS in the grand scheme of it. Really it doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter at all. Um, okay. If you were giving a TED talk, <clears throat> what would your talk be about? Whoa. Okay. We can ponder this for a minute. TED Talk. Wow. Yeah. So many things. Also, shout out to Barb Morelli. Yes, Barb. We love you. You are awesome on your TED Talk. If you're listening, Barb or Julia. 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 I know Julia's listening. Aubrey. Third time's a charm, Yes, baby. Barb. Yeah. Awesome job. Barb. Awesome TED Talk. Loved it. Did a great job. But if you were giving a TED Talk, what would your TED Talk be I think about? your TED Talk needs, anything you speak about needs to be passionate to you. Mm-hmm. Because you can speak from the heart. The heart. And just with, um, yeah, that, with some connection that. to what's going on. So, yeah, um, whether your passion is something that upsets you, like toilet paper or loading the dishwasher you could talk about that on a ted talk right absolutely or like (laughs) something that just yeah but what would your what would your ted talk be about did you see how i'm using time to kind of figure something that i would like to you're stalling here (laughs) she's stalling everyone oh gosh i i i'm gonna pass right now i'm gonna hold where i am and and pass to you thanks for that um (laughs) I think, I don't know, I'd need to do a lot more research on what I'd want to have my TED Talk be on, but I took an honors kindness course last year in college, and it taught me a lot about loving kindness meditation. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, Mm -hmm. but a lot of it centers around, like, how loving other people and being kind and like having a perspective of just pure positivity towards others can make you feel really good and at peace as well. So I'd maybe just focus around that. Talk about that. Yeah. Thanks guys. What you give out, Sweet. you get back twofold, right? Yes. Yeah. It's about an attitude of gratitude. Whoa. Shout out to Zig Ziglar. I'm sure rest his soul. He's probably passed away by now. But motivational oh. speaker, motivational speaker, yeah. right? An attitude of gratitude will get you everything. So you, like you had told me, Bree, that um, you kind of get peeved when people don't say thank you for things oh. and appreciate what someone has done for them. So you always need to be recognizing what people are doing. And I like to watch people. And listen to people and see who's who's gracious and, and um, like your waiters and waitresses, service people, right? Yeah. You know, they're in the service industry, hopefully for a reason, because they like to interact with people. But, um, yeah. So do you, like, want to do a co-hosting TED Talk? Yes. Let's do it. I love it. That's our answer, Brie. Loving okay. kindness. Sweet. I'll just do some bad stand-up comedy before it make it seem like yours. You can get the audience kind of. I'll be your hype woman. Warm up. Yeah, amp it up. Amp it up. Okay. (laughs) I think uh, maybe we'll save some questions for the next time Sharon is on. That that would be lovely. I would enjoy that. Thank you. Podcast (laughs) coming up on its BS (laughs) (laughs) one day. Does, does someone want to segue? <laughs>
since you've tried it three times before? Brene Brown. Brene Brown. It's BS, as in Brene sayings. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, today's Brene saying comes to you from her book, Braving the Wilderness. Wow, you're really good at that, Brie. Yeah, that's awesome. She changed her voice. She really did. Yeah, cool. I got, I, I think her announcer. Yeah, I like it. Um, Do you need a tissue? <laughs> Maybe. If I oh, another, pe- another BS thing is people who don't blow their nose. Oh. They cannot blow their nose. I got to be honest, that's kind of me. Why? Is that you? Yeah. You don't blow your nose? I can't do it in public. Oh. I get scared that people hear it. I have to like go to the bathroom. Well, that's I go think that's full in in public. <laughs> I don't care. I have boogers and I gotta get them out. Not if you don't want to watch it, don't not watch in it. Not a restaurant, though. You excuse yes. yourself and go to the bathroom. No. Yes, your mother's talking to you. It's a Lesson. process. It's a process. Okay, today's Brene saying again comes from her "Braving the Wilderness" book. <clears throat> You don't wander into the wilderness unprepared. Standing alone in a hypercritical environment or standing together in the midst of difference requires one tool above all others. Trust. Ooh. Okay. Who, who are you trusting? What are you trusting? Anyone? Everyone want to. Anyone that can help you out of the wilderness. Yourself. It, would you like the... Finishing of that. Yeah. To brave the wilderness and become the wilderness, we must learn how to trust ourselves and trust others. There you go. There you go. Trust Sharon. yourself first. Have I not told you that? Trust yourself first. Yes. Trust your instincts. You know what's best for you. You know Above. you better than anyone else. Amen, sister. That was a good one. Yeah. I like that. I, I think this is the best part of our. Podcast. See, I told you. Just I'm... ending on a good one. You yeah. Know? yeah. You feel so rocking. Hey, thanks for coming on our podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So much for inviting me. We loved it. To that be was on fun. Podcast. You're for your first guest. I feel honored. I wish all of you guys could see us right now because we're just smiling and giggling and fidgeting and standing up and snapping. We'll, t- we'll take a picture and put it on the Insta. Let's do it. At It's BS Podcast. Again, if you have questions, please comment them. We're not qualified to, to answer, but we'll answer them anyway. Always. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, for real. Thanks, we're, for, we're, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. We're great. We're really grateful. <laughs> and it's a wrap. All right, bye. Bye. bye.